Well, despite what you might think about Amazon and retail shopping online, the reality is worldwide, 90% of all retail sales are still done in physical stores. Now, this is from a Bloomberg intelligence report. And the study shows that 43% of consumers, you know, people like you and I, well, we're willing to spend more money shopping at a store if it offers a meaningful experience. Meaningful experiences, that's a big deal. And that's something that I want to share a little bit with you today here on Connecting Dots. This is Paul Truesdell, and you are listening to Connecting Dots. Now, make sure to read the disclaimer in our show notes before each episode. We've all gone shopping and we've had the typical person who greets you and they're not really interested in what's going on or they're nice, but the store is simply a wreck. It's a disaster. It's not well thought out. In addition to which, it's extremely narrow in their focus and, well, it just is kind of a yucky experience. We truly live in a world in which it's all about show me and, well, what have you done for me lately? A lot of loyalty in the retail as well as the service industry and for professionals. I mean, I've seen it lock, stock, and barrel. I've had plenty of people, especially retirees, baby boomers, who are some of the most disloyal people in the world. Frankly, you do a great job for somebody year after year after year, and then they get a wild hair. They make a phone call, and in one case, I was on vacation. I took a couple of weeks off and went to California and told everybody what I was doing. But no, this person had to call me. And since I wasn't available and he said, when I expect a response from you, you should say how high. Well, we agreed to part the ways and it was mutually agreeable. He needed to go someplace else. But again, you can't really do that when it's in retail because retail, you are dependent oftentimes on those people walking in. You've got to have a consistent, great experience, something that enhances the, just not the technology, but something you want to go to. I'll give you a good classic example of that. If you've gone to the Capitol Grill, for example, it's a franchise, but they tend to do things right. Another place, if you're in Tampa and there's several of these, are called Yeomans. And Yeomans is just a wonderful little British bar and grill that does it right. There's a lot of places that do it right. And recently, one of my favorite coffee shops in Tampa, I won't name it because it's privately held, boy, they dropped the ball. The lady on the outside cleaning up was fine. The guy in the back taking the trash out was fine. The little gal, well, she was serving coffee. She could go suck an egg. She had a bad attitude. And I can tell you, in my upcoming trip to Tampa, I'm not going back. Now, when it comes to enhanced shopping experiences, one of the things I think is going to be amazing is this augmented reality or virtual reality. Real estate professionals are doing it. Developers are doing it. It allows you to move through a real estate space as if it's, well, you're actually there. And in terms of retailers, it allows people to see what they look like trying on clothes. And it's just a true virtual experience that's getting pretty close to recreating an in-person experience and it's online. This is something that for real estate professionals, again, developers, Los Angeles is really on the cutting edge of this. In companies like Outer Realm, that's O-U-T-E-R-R-E-A-L-M, and you can look at them as Outer Realm 
vr.com. You can see what they're doing. And again, their whole idea is virtual and augmented reality or real estate properties and enterprise projects. Pretty interesting. I can see where, you know, it would definitely uh, be something that is is pretty darn cool. Um, Century 21, Mass Beverly, the Aspen Club, Lion Mountain, You've got um, Design Right, Aspen Starwood, Magnon Companies, and a whole bunch of others are using them. There are a lot of things I think we're going to see in the very near future. But then it goes back to what I've always said. There still comes a time when you want to press flush and meet somebody. Now, for those of you who are listening on a traditional podcast platform, you might want to go to our page, which is dots.fm, and we're going to upload a video about iMirror. That's the letter I, mirror, M-I-R-R-O-R. And you can find this at imirror.noba.l.ca. Now, this thing is really cool. I'm going to tell you right off the bat, I like it. So, for example, in the video, you'll see a young lady is in a dressing room. She's trying on different clothes. She's looking at a mirror, but the mirror is interactive. You can change the color of the dress, the pants, the top. You can order it. You can add it to your cart. You don't have to check out. It literally brings online commerce into the physical store, and it's an immersive in-store experience that really does allow customers to have, well, a tailored service, and it obviously leverages employees so they can do the things that they need to do rather than doing stupid things. In my opinion, this is just an amazing tool. And it's one of the things that you're going to see the merging of brick and mortar with online. All the people who are out there saying that brick and mortar is dead, I'm sorry, you're wrong. No ifs, ands, or buts about it, in my opinion. And one last trend I see happening more and more, and it's basically retail co-working. Now, just about everybody out there knows that many people have, for many hundreds of years, leased space as an accompaniment to a larger space. So, for example, let's say back in the days of cowboys and Indians, you had a general store. And a new lawyer comes to town, they need a place. So they might rent a small place at the general store that provides for work and consultations, etc. until the attorney gets established and can acquire his or her own place. So renting smaller places and co-working, that's not new. But what we are seeing is co-working platforms where they've nationalized, regionalized, They've made many of them with lots of extras and food and coffee and all the different things that go into it. So for both landlords and brands, I think you're going to see the next big area of retail is going to be short-term retail space sharing. I mean, it's done right now, for example, in the hair salon industry, where you have places like Phoenix, where you rent your space. Let's say you're paying a couple hundred dollars a week to rent your 10 by 12 or 10 by 10 or whatever size it is, your salon, your little shop. But if you're there two or three days a week, you could sublet it and someone else can then help pay the freight. It might be there on a short-term basis, permanent basis, but again, it's that leverage, I think, that's going to make a lot of sense. And so emerging retail brands, I think you're going to see, they're going to opt for short-term leases. And I think that's going to be a marketplace, especially in malls. I think you're going to see a lot more of that, not just those little Cossacks that are in the uh, walkways and in the, um, in the halls. I think you're going to see that is an area that's just simply going to radically expand. Mm-hmm. 
So for those of you who think that retail brick and mortar is dead, that uh, Amazon and uh, Walmart and all the others that are online are going to take over everything, I got to tell you, I think you're going to see uh, some real changes coming up, but not the way some people who don't connect the dots think. Okay. I think what you're going to see is, again, the merger of brick and mortar. Obviously, um, Amazon bought Whole Foods. You're seeing Walmart get into, again, online delivery. There's so much going on in this area. It's just changing. So get used to it and enjoy it. So with that, thanks for joining me today. I'm Paul Truzel with Fixed Cost Financial. If you have an idea, a comment, a tip, a trick, or just want to opine, call 888-629-7864. And you can find us on Twitter at Fixed Cost Invest. On Facebook at Fixed Cost Investing, go to dots.fm, that's dots.fm. For the extra features we have, the video that will talk about that iMirror, I think you really want to see that, and all the other things that we use, go to dots.fm, and please subscribe to Connecting Dots wherever you listen to audio, and I'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Connecting Dots. All rights reserved. Reproduction or use without written authorization prohibited without written authorization.